0: Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Vox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan Skollrude. Hey Skull King Nation, welcome back to part two of our episode uh, tonight. We uh, already went over the news notes in our first section. Again, just to kind of uh, clarify, we are kind of splitting up our episodes that we do each night into multiple sections so that you only have to listen to what you want to listen to. So uh, we went over the news and notes. If you wanted to kind of hear kind of our thoughts on some of the injuries and stuff from from uh, the day, uh, go ahead and go back uh, and listen to that uh, uh, <clears throat> on part one. Um, but uh, this section, we're going to go over our kings and stings. I'm going to give a little bit of my thoughts and, on uh, what all transpired today on some of the good on some of the good performances and some of the not so good performances. So, uh, why don't we go ahead and jump into our kings and stings? Starting it off with the quarterbacks. Um, King number one, Jameis Winston. What a day he had! Um, yes, while they did not win, they almost they almost pulled that one off against Atlanta. Um, Winston finished with 395 yards. Four touchdowns, two interceptions, and thirty-one rush yards. Um, was able to find a bunch of different guys for TDs. Let's see, I think it was I think Brait had a TD. Um, let's see, Howard had a TD. Godwin had a Godwin had a TD. So again, lots of lots of touchdowns in this game. Um, it was it you know we had picked it as a prime matchup for Winston to have a very very good game. Uh the atlanta defense is really struggling with all the injuries that they've had and so winston was able to take advantage of that and had a and had a great game. Uh king number 2 who's kind of been we've kind of been used to having him near the top of this list. Uh Patrick Mahomes, 344 yards, four touchdowns, three of those to Tyreek Hill and two interceptions. Uh really showed a lot of poise. I know that it was very very difficult for him. In the game tonight, the you know watching a, a bit of the tape, uh, the Patriots defense was doing some things where they were kind of showing blitz, kind of taking two steps in after the snap, backing off, uh, making it look like Mahomes had more pressure on him than he actually did, and you know just typical Belichick uh, mind games uh, played with Mahomes a little bit the man came back, I mean, really, he's, he is, he's been playing absolutely phenomenally, and in that environment, making some of the throws that he did, and missing some of the throws he did, he missed a couple of touchdown passes, uh, at least one to, uh, at least one to Tyreek Hill, Uh, he missed one to, um, in the very beginning to Kareem Hunt in the first quarter, I want to say, and then he had another one that he missed to uh, Travis Kelsey, so, I mean, it could have, the it could have been a lot better for him. Um, but he was, you know, he was under duress under a few of those. So um again, a great game for Patrick Mahomes. He's just proving to be an absolutely phenomenal player. A great pickup for those of you who were able to get him off the waiver wire. Um, and really just a, a great pickup for the Kansas City Chiefs in general. Uh number three, this is hard to believe that this guy's been on here twice now, considering how just ineffective he was his entire rookie season Mitchell Trubisky is our is our king number three 316 yards three touchdowns one interception 47 rush yards in a game that the Bears defense did not make it easy on Trubisky and in the end ended up losing it to our honorable mention who we'll go to in just a second but Trubisky i I'll be honest, uh, I did not see this coming from Trubisky. And the fact that in the last couple of games that he has played, he's played absolutely phenomenally, doing very, very well. I think they finally have figured out a way to use him and a way to allow him to find guys that he needs to in the passing offense. Um, honestly, kudos to the coaches for being able to do that. Uh, our, our honorable mention king tonight, uh, Brock Osweiler. Finding out, like, 60 minutes before game time that he is going to be starting because Tannehill can't go. It may have even been less time than that. And Brock Osweiler ends up going for 380 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions against the Bears' defense, and ends up leading them to a win. Unbelievable. No one saw that out of Brock Osweiler. So what a – what a, a great game for him! So, congratulations to Osweiler. We'll kind of see how it goes uh, next week for uh, Miami. I believe they are still playing. I haven't, I haven't checked on bye weeks yet in terms of some of these guys. So, um, so yeah. So let's move on. Uh, our stings for the quarterbacks. Sting number one: Deshaun Watson, 177 pass yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Three fumbles, one of them a lost fumble. This was just a, a bad game for Houston. I' you know I'd made uh, mention in part one to the Bill's defense playing pretty well lately, and really they they put you know they were able to put some pressure on Watson. I'm sure Watson wasn't fully uh, good to go simply because of the the chest injury that he um played through at the end of the last game. It was actually questionable and in some sites actually had him doubtful for this game. So uh, I know that he wasn't 100% in this game. They managed to get the win, though, uh, in spite of um, Watson's play this, this week. So uh, Sting number two, while he's not on a ton of rosters, um, he's you know, owned highly enough for us to be able to put him on here. Derek Carr, like we said, uh, 142 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions two lost fumbles got sacked a couple th- I think it was both of them were strip sacks uh just a rough day for the Oakland uh Oakland offense it's been an absolutely terrible start to the year for John Gruden in Oakland and the defense of Seattle is really picking it up uh really showing a lot uh in the last couple weeks so uh and our sting number 3 Jared Goff, 201 passing yards, no touchdowns, and one interception. Actually, let me make sure that is correct just real quick so that I make sure that I actually get what I'm saying correctly. So it was, yeah, no touchdowns and one interception. Uh, Four rushes for 14 yards as well. So um, it was a game where Jared Goff didn't need to throw the ball. It was a cold-weather game. They gave the ball to Gurley and just let him run all over the place. So, so yeah, so that's it for our Kings and Stings for the quarterbacks. Let's move on to the running backs. Uh, Number one, from the Thursday night game, Saquon Barkley, 130 rush yards, one touchdown, nine catches for 99 yards receiving. Big game from him. He is the offense for the Giants. Honestly, I think Eli Manning would be a lot better quarterback if they just kept throwing screens to Saquon Barkley. They may actually, he may actually throw some touchdown passes that way. But uh great game from Barkley. Like I said, he is the, the New York offense outside of Odell, but Odell is kind of dependent on Eli in order to be able to get anything done. So So, again, great game for Barkley. Number two, we mentioned it earlier uh, Todd Gurley, 208 yards. Honestly, the only reason he didn't get the yard, uh, didn't uh, end up number one, is because we used PPR scoring and Barkley had the nine catches. Um, So, 208 yards, two touchdowns, two receptions for 17 yards. A huge game from Todd Gurley. And really, you have to basically expect this kind of a game from him every week if it doesn't happen well that's going to happen every once in a while but the way that McVay is using Todd Gurley is absolutely phenomenal uh there is he is right now the number one running back in in football so uh number two or sorry our number three king in the running backs uh Melvin Gordon 132 yards three touchdowns two catches for 18 yards Again, Gordon has been an absolute monster this year as well. Uh, Gurley and Gordon are just ridiculous. I mean, we are coming, we are coming back to a a phase in the NFL where they're actually uh, workhorse backs, and, and we're seeing them in, in Gordon, Gurley, Barkley, uh, Elliott, Hunt. Uh, it's you know, it's really been it's really been honestly, it's been good to see. So. Uh, so yes, yeah, so those are our running back kings: Barkley, Gurley, and Gordon. Moving on to the Stings, number one, Royce Freeman, nine attempts for 22 yards. Freeman is basically, in in some ways, has been taken over by Philip Lindsay, an undrafted free agent in that backfield. Uh, Lindsay has been outgaining him, being also also being used in the pass offense. And so Royce Freeman, you know, he was one that we even picked. Uh, Justin picked as a as a uh, possible rookie of the year. That's not looking to be likely um, at this point. He's just not being used. Um, it could be that he's not being used effectively. I'd have to actually go back and look at some of the tape on that. But uh, Royce Freeman, rough game, nine attempts, 22 yards. Number two was the guy that I dropped this morning. Uh, Deion Lewis, five attempts for nine yards Two catches for five yards. Honestly, they were having a, they were going to have a rough day. Period. In terms of the in terms of the Tennessee Titans going up against uh, a Baltimore defense that was ready to just rip some heads off. Uh, you know, honorable mention sting is going to be Derek Henry, who finished. I want to say it was like seven attempts for twenty one yards and one catch for five yards. So it's just it was an ugly day for Tennessee. Period. So that's uh, that's definitely. Uh, you know, Dion Lewis, I went ahead and dropped him in a 10-team league just because I needed, I needed some, other, some other players to fill in. I'm pretty set at running back, and, and Dion Lewis was very much expendable for me. Uh, moving on, our third sting is a guy that I've been trying to trade and been unsuccessful at. Uh, Carlos Hyde, 14 attempts for 34 yards. This has just been, a rough, it's been rough for him. He has not been averaging a whole lot of yardage on his games. His his yards per carry have actually been terrible lately. Uh, he's been very touchdown dependent, and the last two weeks have shown that. Um, so I am, in terms of fantasy purposes, I am moving away from Hyde and moving in some other directions, uh, and some players that uh, have been performing very well, especially in PPR leagues. So. so there are kings and stings for the running backs. Moving on to the wide receivers. Big night from Tyreek the Freak Hill. Seven catches, 142 yards, and three TDs. The last one was impressive. The uh, I want to say New England had just scored a field goal to go up seven. And on the first play from scrimmage, I want to say it was uh, from the 25, uh, deep pass to Tyreek Hill, catches it. Runs, you know, outruns the defense. Seventy-five yards for a touchdown. First, first play after New England goes up seven. Um, just a a lot. Just what a swing in that game. I think there's like three minutes left at that point. So, big game from Hill. Really glad I have him on one of my teams. Um, the next two names on this list in my ten-team league. These two players aren't even – I mean, they're still on waivers. They aren't even on teams. Our Wilson, six catches, 155 yards, and two touchdowns. Um. I mean, I'd have to actually – let me actually pull up the wide receivers in my – I mean, my, now, remember, my league is going to have a little bit different scoring Um. overall just because we have a lot of – different things we add we add on points for first downs and all this kind of stuff but uh i want to say that albert wilson well doesn't have today's game albert wilson is probably he's easily a, a wide receiver too because he's had two massive games um don't look for that to happen consistently he is this is not this is not someone i'm chasing points off of uh, on the waivers unless i see another game by then it may be too late, but with the way I draft, I'm loaded on wide receivers, so it's not necessarily something that I, I have to have. So, uh, moving on, number three, Cole Beasley, nine catches, 101 yards, two TDs, and honestly, I think I think using Cole Beasley will help Dak Prescott. Um, you know, his rookie year, Beasley, you know. Beasley was huge for Dak Prescott, catching balls over the middle. uh, I think Beasley actually finishes a a mid to low wide receiver two, maybe high wide receiver three in PPR, simply because he was getting catches all the time, not for a whole lot of yards, not a whole lot of touchdowns, but he was getting a ton of catches. I think that the offense for the Cowboys would benefit um, from him being used more often if they're not going to use Jeff Swaim, the tight end, for those kind of crossing routes over the middle. Anyways, Beasley, huge game. And then our honorable mention, um, Adam Thielen, who I have on both my teams this year, 11 catches, 123 yards in a TD. He has now opened the season with six consecutive games over 100 yards receiving. Absolutely ridiculous the amount of points that he has put up so far this year. And to make things even – worse better for whoever i mean he is the trusted guy for kurt cousins he is con- going to continue to get this kind of production just about every game because of the trust that kurt cousins has in him so adam thielen absolute beast this year he is going to put up some awesome numbers if he can keep this up so um our our stings at the wide receiver, we mentioned a couple of these uh, in the in the, the part one in terms of uh, the injuries and stuff, but Quincy Inunua is our number one sting, one catch for nine yards, and then he lost the fumble. Um, I'm pretty sure it was on that one, where he, on that specific thing where he got injured. So, rough day for Quincy Inunua. For those of you who had them in your lineups, um, you know. It, you can't predict injury, and then again, goes with the, our next guy, Cooper Cup. No catches, no targets, one rush for twelve yards, and it was on that rush where he got horse collar tackled and screwed up his leg a little bit. Um, and again, you cannot predict injuries. So, uh, while it sucks to have to put them on the stings list, if you had them in your lineup, it probably it, you know it could have cost you a little bit. So, and number three. Jarvis Landry, two catches for 11 yards. Since um, Baker Mayfield has become the quarterback, he is trusted more in other guys, especially David Njoku, which we're going to get to later. Um in just a second. Um using other guys not so much Jarvis Landry um in the passing game. Uh let me actually look to see what did how many targets did Landry have? Well, Landry did have nine targets today, so I think it's just a matter of those two just have not had the connection that they need. Uh, they're working on it. They're getting there, but you know, Landry is getting the work. 15 targets, seven targets first couple games. Then you go 14, 10, 10, and nine. So in the three games that Baker Mayfield has started, 10 targets, 10 targets, nine targets, they just couldn't connect today. Nine targets, two receptions for 11 yards. A lot of that's probably honestly on the defense from San Diego. Or Dang it, I keep saying that. LA, the Chargers. So Landry will have bounce back games. I'm not worried about it. Hasn't been great, but, uh, but uh, uh, I'm pretty sure this will improve. So So, yeah, so there's our wide receiver stings. Now, finally, let's move on to the tight ends. King number one, Austin Hooper, nine catches, 71 yards, and a TD. It's been amazing to actually see him get used in the Atlanta offense. Um, Let me see where he's at. Let me pull him up. Austin Hooper, there he is. Um, Ten targets, nine catches. Uh, You know, the previous game, 12 12 targets, nine catches, 77 yards, just didn't get into the end zone. He has been getting used a lot. So if he's available in any of your leagues, which I don't know why he would be. He's, well, only he's 67% owned. Um, he's definitely a guy that you don't want to look at picking up. So big game for him today. Dave Njoku. Now, here's the thing. I, was, I had Camera I've been t- telling everyone to pick up Cameron Brate. Uh Winston loves him. And I dropped him this morning because I needed a kicker, and he was the only one I could really drop in order to make something happen for some other positions. Part of the reason I dropped him was because O.J. Howard was announced that he was going to be back. Well, at that point, I figured, well, they're going to split time, and the first thing I see, Njoku has one catch for th- like five yards or something, and then I see the camera braid has a touchdown on the first series. I was like, ah, oh, great, here we go. Well, it turns out, Njoku ends up finishing with seven catches for 55 yards and a TD. So I made the right choice with Njoku. It also looks like Njoku is going to continually get more of this kind of work. Um, uh, reading on here, he found the ends zone. This was his first touchdown of the year. Um had a season high 12 targets last week, he had 11 targets. So, again, he's getting more and more and more usage. So, it'll be good to see this. Um, he has Tampa Bay next week. So, again, Njoku is a good guy to have right now. Uh, 77% owned. So, on the few leagues where he is available, he is definitely someone to pick up. Uh, finally, uh, on this on the Kings, Zach Ertz seven catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Honestly, we don't expect really much less from Zach Ertz. He's a top, a lot of considered top three uh, tight end for the year um, and top three talent. He just gets used that much. So, uh, you know, like I said, no surprise to see him in the Kings list. For the Stings, going back to that Oakland game, Jared Cook, two catches, 10 yards. That's how bad it was for Oakland this week. Um, Carr trying to find him, and he just was not was not open at all so um really uh he was only you know only targeted twice in the game so really just a, a rough game for him um let's see yeah so he goes on to a bye uh he'll be he's gonna be a big part of the offense this is just a down game The the husky or the sorry the seahawks um were doing a great job of guarding him and making sure this stuff was uh was going so Um, number two sting, it was kind of hard. I'll be honest. It was kind of hard to put together the stings for this. The tight ends are so decimated that you expect certain guys to just do a certain amount. And because there are so many low guys, you know, guys that you just wouldn't expect to be playing that are, you know, getting some time, they're not doing all that much. Well, Kyle Rudolph ends up having to be a sting number two, four catches, 37 yards, no touchdown, only 7.7 points in in uh, in uh, PPR. Again, I was trying hard to find someone, and he was owned enough that, you know, that kind of a game is not really going to help you out a whole lot in PPR. Um, not a big game, so that's uh, Kyle Rudolph is a quote-unquote sting. Uh, the last one, believe it or not, I'm actually putting him on here, even though he got a touchdown, was Cameron Brake. Now, I said that camera Break got a touchdown on the opening drive. Turns out that was his only reception on the day. You would expect a lot more from a guy that gets a touchdown in the opening drive. No, that was it. That was it. So I think it was more just the disappointment, thinking that he was going to be used a whole lot more. Um, ends up with the one catch for 15 yards and a touchdown. O.J. Howard ended up having a bigger game. Um, I want to say four catches, four. 62 yards and a touchdown. So, so yeah, camera break, uh you know, I put him on the list simply because it, we'd expected a little bit more and it just didn't, you know, it was the one catch. And that was it. So, all right. So that's it for the Kings and Stings. Uh, we hope that you guys have enjoyed this. Please, we would love to get your feedback. If you could get, again, message us on Facebook, on uh, on Instagram, on Uh, Twitter, wherever you guys find us message us, let us know what you think of us kind of splitting up these episodes a little bit, Um, we hope you guys have enjoyed it, again make sure uh, to go to SkullKingFootball.com to check out our ratings for this next week as we get ready to set those up Um, also listen tomorrow night for our waiver wire episode Um, we again thank you for taking the time to listen, my name is Ryan Scaldard I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive rate shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed-rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. At Jared, we know devotion isn't a once-a-year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care dare to give a gift that lasts this valentine's day with our incredible selection of jewelry from delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds jared has hundreds of pieces under 299 dollars and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted